what is the focus of your homeschool? Because where your focus lies is going to determine your homeschool story, right? When you look back over the years of homeschooling, are you going to look back on a homeschool that was joyful and healthy or one that was overshadowed with those hard days and power struggles and worry and conflict? It's all going to depend on what your focus is. And today we're talking about a homeschool method that will help you get your focus in the right place. It's called relationship homeschooling. All right, let's dive in. Hey mama, welcome to the Nourished Mom podcast where you're going to learn how to find balance between homeschooling, housework, and all the other things. God is calling your family to a life of peace and goodness, even on those days when you're trying to remember why you chose to homeschool, you just want a minute to yourself, and you're overwhelmed with a million things to do. If you're ready for simple routines, time management strategies, and biblical mindsets to transform your days from on balance to intentional, then you are in the right place. So set those kiddos up with some Legos, some independent work, or whatever is going to keep them engaged for the next 15 minutes while we dig into today's show. Before I get started, I want to let you know about a free virtual conference for Christian women that my friend Erica has been putting together It's um, the Renewed Conference. It is a virtual experience that exists to empower and equip Christian women to know God more and to have boldness in their faith. If you want to walk, grow in your walk with the Lord, if you want encouragement and practical guidance that will help you live out your calling, like I'm so here for it, or if you just want to be healthier and simply enjoy a lifestyle that aligns with your faith as a Christian woman, there's this week-long conference will really help you to do that. She has awesome speakers booked. I'm speaking as well. And the first sessions go live Monday, November 6, 2023. Like I said, it's free and I'm going to put a link in the show notes for you guys to register. You don't want to miss it. Welcome back to the show. So today we are talking all about our focus in homeschooling. Because what you focus on in your homeschooling, what you think is important, is going to determine not only how you homeschool, but also your expectations, your goals, and it has the power to affect how you react, like when your kids have a meltdown or when things don't go as planned. And if you want to have a joyful, a peaceful homeschool, it's really important that you're focusing on the right things, that your priorities and goals are in the right places. So where should our focus be? Well, when we're looking for a little wisdom, when we're looking for clarity, we're always going to turn to the Bible. We're going to turn to God's word that is living and active. In Matthew twenty-two thirty-seven, 37, he says, so this is Jesus speaking. And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with all of your heart and with all of your soul and with all of your mind. This is the great and first commandment. So this is a relational commandment. This is how we are supposed to relate to God. And then Jesus goes on to say, a second is like it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And so your neighbor isn't just 
the person who lives on the side of you. It's not your just your actual neighbor, but everyone you come into contact with. So that means your children, your husband, your actual neighbors, the people you see at the store, like anyone you're in contact with. He says, on these two commandments depend all of the law and prophets. These are relational commandments, how we relate to God and how we relate to the people around us. And Jesus says, everything depends on this. Everything depends on our relationships. And I think as homeschoolers, we definitely understand the benefits that homeschooling can have on our relationships, right? We have such an advantage because we are with our kids more. We have that ability to pour into our relationships because we simply have more hours of the day. But so often we can lose sight of it and start to put our focus on other things. It starts to become about getting the tasks checked off the list. Our focus becomes making sure that the kids are keeping up, making sure they're doing their work, making sure they're being responsible. And then what happens when they don't live up to those expectations? We get agitated, we get angry, and we push harder. And it's so easy to fall into a place where we're hurting our relationships instead of nurturing our relationships. And homeschooling becomes hard and learning becomes anything but enjoyable. And I'm not saying this for to to condemn you. Like I go there. I just this past week we had a few hard days where my focus was all off and all of a sudden I was focusing on getting the things done and trying to control things and it hurt our relationships. But there is a better way. God's way is better to put the first things first. When we put our focus on building strong relationships first before the other things, the dynamics of your homeschool are going to start to shift before your eyes. Your kids are going to start to feel appreciated, to feel seen and heard. You're going to feel appreciated. You're going to feel that connection with your kids. And then your kids are going to thrive. They're going to become better learners, become more focused. They're going to like learning. When we seek first the kingdom of God, all of these other things are added onto us, right? So all those things that we were striving for to get our kids to do their work, to get them to be responsible, to get them to focus, those things start to fall in place when we put our relationships first because that is the Lord's way. God tells us that that is important and we follow what he says. There is such good fruit from that. So with relationship homeschooling, we're really just being intentional to put our relationships over the other priorities. So it's a shift in focus that really affects how you plan out your days, how you spend your time, and potentially how you react. So for instance, when your kid's having a meltdown over math and he's refusing to do the worksheets, if you're gonna prioritize making sure that your kids aren't falling behind, if that's your priority, your instinct's gonna be to take control right? You need to get him to do the worksheet because your priority is to make sure that they get the worksheet done and they don't fall behind. So in order to make that happen, right? So I'm speaking from, I'm speaking from experience. You're going to pull out all of your disciplinary techniques, right? All of them, right? Tell him he won't have privileges. He's got to go to his room. He can't, he's going to lose the privilege to stay up late um, and start lecturing about how it's important and why they need this skill. And we all know how that ends, right? We're butting heads. We're in conflict. And it usually doesn't end well. But if we prioritize our relationships, our focus shifts. How we react is going to shift. 
Maybe we might ask how you can help. Like, how can I help you with this? Where are you feeling stuck? Why are you frustrated? That's going to be our first reaction instead of, you better get that worksheet done. Right? Maybe you you know that distracting your child with a funny joke is going to help him. Maybe working on it together, prioritizing your relationships is going to give you a whole shift in how you move forward with this. Right? Relationships, it, the focus is serving others. So instead of trying to get our own way and figure out how to get them to do the worksheet, we can shift our focus on figuring out what your child needs. How can you serve him well in this situation? And when we go from that aspect, usually the work gets done. Usually we figure it out. And not only that, but we, we grow our relationship together. We grow our trust. So this is a mental shift when we're talking about like how we react in circumstances, but it's also a physical shift, right? Because we need to actually focus on activities that build our relationships, we need to physically schedule them in and prioritize them. So in our homeschool, I'm scheduling in, when I'm looking at the week ahead, I'm scheduling in times that are specifically set aside for relationship building, for learning together, right? Because learning together is an amazing way to build your relationships. So I, I'm scheduling that in. Things that we're doing right now are um, me and Silas are writing a story together. So he writes a paragraph, then I write a paragraph, and we kind of we pass the notebook back and forth, and we build the story together. We explore math concepts together because you know that I always need a freshen up on my math. That's not my strong suit. But because I didn't like it in school, as an adult, I'm realizing that it is pretty cool and amazingly useful, and I'm really loving learning it again, and I'm loving learning it with the kids. So we're like exploring these math concepts together, and I'm remembering how to do these things. Instead of me just teaching, I'm getting involved. Often we'll give each other math questions or make up funny word problems and make it into a game. Another thing that we do often is curiosity questions. So I keep like a running tab throughout the day, a list on my phone of things that the kids ask or things that I come across that I'm like, what is the answer to that? And then when we have time, we we research it together. And a lot of times it leads to like impromptu unit studies. Like one of our questions will just go down the rabbit hole and start digging into it. And the fun thing with that is you're not only learning that that question that you're researching, but you're also end up learning like things like spelling and writing because we come across words that we don't understand. And then we look up the definition and then I'm like, hey, let's let this be our spelling, one of our spelling words for the week. And it just leads to so many other learning opportunities too. Super fun. You know, we read novels together. Um, we're reading the Wing Feather Saga right now, which I love. And one of my other favorites was The Green Ember. Such a good series. Loved it. Um, we go hiking in the woods and we bring our books and we bring some curriculum and we just go into the woods and we learn together or we don't bring books and we just look at stuff around us and learn and write down those curiosity questions. So there's so many ways that you can learn together as a family. And those are just some examples that we're doing right now. But the cool thing about learning together is that it shows kids that learning isn't just something that we do until we're 18 or 19, until we're done with school. It's lifelong. It's so amazing to be able to explore God's creation and how things work. 
And to pass that love of learning onto your children is such a blessing. And when you learn together as a family, that's what you're doing. And when learning becomes the culture of your family, you know what happens? Your kids stop resisting learning. They they understand the benefit of it. And then there's less conflict around schoolwork. Now, does this mean that my kids don't do independent work? Like, no, that's not what it means. I just make sure that my focus is on relational learning so that when it's time for independent learning, they feel filled up. They feel like they can tackle it. They're ready to tackle it. And I I think that for most of you, this is already part of your homeschooling vision, right? You envision your family having fun, learning together, and focusing on relationships. But sometimes we just get caught up in the other stuff. We get caught up in making sure the kids get their lessons done and check the boxes. We get caught up in our independent extracurriculars and all the kids are running a different way and we're running here and there. We get caught up in worrying that we're not doing enough for our kids. So we start pushing, you know, more work or whatever. We get caught up in worrying that they're not going to be disciplined. So we we focus on that and that's our, our focus. But when homeschooling is starting to feel hard, when you're starting to feel disconnected from your kids, it's time to take a step back and look at what what is important. Where should your focus be? Homeschooling is such an amazing opportunity to nurture your relationships, and it's so important to make that a priority. And if you're feeling that nudge, if you want to be intentional to build a homeschool that really nurtures your relationship and lives out that vision that God is calling you to, we are accepting applications for the next round of Revival Homeschool. It starts January, I think, 8th. It's the Monday, second Monday in January. And the course is part time management, part spiritual development, part homeschool planning. It's a six-week course, and you're going to walk through four modules. Module one is getting clear on what God is calling your homeschool to look like. We walk through the spiritual discipline of prayer and how to go deeper in prayer. You establish your priorities. You develop a God-led vision. You create a family mission statement and a pledge to keep everyone on track, and you you really create that vision. And then module two is where you learn the strategy. You learn effective time management strategies. You learn the steps of creating an effective routine, the science behind habit and how to use it, techniques to overcome distraction for you and the kids because we all need it, and then how to practically apply that knowledge to your homeschool. So like all the basics of time management. Then module three you're creating. You're creating your homeschool rhythms and routines. You're going to learn a step-by-step formula to systemize your cleaning and chores so you're not spending all of your time doing that. So you have the extra time and capacity to do the things you feel that God is calling you to do, the fun homeschool things, the relationship building things. You're going to learn my system to build customized homeschool routines that work for your kids, that work for your family. You're going to learn a system for managing managing your to-dos, all of the systems that you need to manage your homeschool, how to build the routines, all that stuff is in module three. Then module four, you're going to implement it. You're going to evaluate your new routines, revise them, and troubleshoot all 
with your friends, with all like-minded women who are walking this out with you. So you have my input, you have their input. We troubleshoot together. So there's weekly trainings, there's printable and downloadable workbooks, there's a weekly group coaching every week where we get together on Zoom and we talk it out and we we troubleshoot together and we work it out. It's the best. It's really great. So if you're feeling that nudge, the link to apply is in the show notes. And don't wait because space is limited. Ladies, I pray that if any of you are feeling just discouraged in your homeschool, if you're feeling disconnected, I pray that the Lord just gives you just supernatural peace, that he gives you clarity, that he gives you wisdom, that he gives you encouragement to know that you are not alone, that he, the Holy Spirit is there to guide you through your homeschool, that if he has called you to this, he will equip you. I just, I pray that you are filled with that peace with his presence. I just pray that you you have a great week with your family, that you have moments to connect, that you have moments to enjoy life and learning together, that, that any tension is just stripped away and that your home is filled with love. In Jesus' name, amen.